Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Troy Aikman is a practicing savage. Unbelievable. Yesterday, the Athletic Kansas City tweeted, uh, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's career touchdowns in about 8% of the games. Troy Aikman then retweeted it and said, Talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. So money. He dunked on Kansas City. He dunked on the athletic Kansas City, and then he hung on the rim. And I just, look, there's a lot of different angles to this conversation. First and foremost, the game has changed a hell of a lot. If you want to jump on that, people are throwing the ball more now than they've ever thrown it. Uh, Secondly, Troy Aikman did what he was asked to do. Uh, you might have noticed that there was somebody who was good at running the football on those teams that he played with. Oh, yeah, he's the all-time leading rusher in the history of ever. And they got up to huge leads a lot of the times. It seemed like that was the formula. Let's get out to a lead, and then let's run the clock in the second half. And, oh, by the way, he almost won four Super Bowls in a freaking row. So there should be no reason to to – Look, if you want to you praise Pat Mahomes, that's fine. But I don't understand why you're driving down the street. Why you're like, oh, Troy Aikman's changing a tire over there. Let's go ahead and swerve over eight lanes of traffic to make sure to run over Troy Aikman while we're uh, complimenting Pat Mahomes. The thing that, uh, and I have not seen any sort of comment from the folks at The Athletic as to why they randomly picked Troy. Like maybe they were actually doing it, doing it with some degree of reverence going, hey, I mean, look at this Hall of Famer. But it doesn't feel that way. And why didn't they just, I'm sure there's any number of great quarterbacks in the history of Kansas City that they could have pulled out in reference to. So it's more of an apples-to-apples situation, at least franchise-wise. It makes zero sense for them to do this. And it definitely puts Troy in an awkward position to where he's sitting there. Man, he's like, why are you guys gunning at me? I've got three of these things. I won the Super Bowl three times. Do you know how hard that is to do? Uh, maybe that's just the only, uh, I guess, big name quarterback that they could, you know, find where the stats matched up the narrative that they were looking for. I'm sure that's probably. So if you want to go play it. that game with Elway or Marino, they were kind of winging it a little bit more. I would imagine. The w- the one guy I was curious about was uh, Joe Montana, and he did play for the Chiefs at the end of his career. Yeah, I didn't go look up his numbers, but. They did do, with the way the West Coast offense was, there was a lot of Roger Craig touchdowns that were short dump-off passes. So that would have sent Montana's touchdown numbers up as well. The thing that just caught me off guard was listening to, and I guess I'm an old man out here looking at these broadcasters on my lawn, but I'm like, all of a sudden I'm hearing disparaging things about Aikman's career. Like uh, that he wasn't that good, or oh, come on, he just had Emmett, he just had that offensive line. I'm like... What are you talking about? Have you did you ever watch him play? They, and then am I the old man out there saying, "What are you talking about? Babe Ruth was a power hitter. You never no. saw him. You don't know." I mean, like I don't know. It's just unbelievably frustrating to hear people that are professional broadcasters 
just make asshats out of themselves by talking in any way uh, depreciatively about the great Troy Aikman. It is impossible for the younger generations to contextualize history because they didn't experience it at the time. Absolutely. The example I would always give to people is find a young person and play them the Beatles. And they're going, what? I don't get it. It's like, okay, play that for someone in 1967 and their head explodes. You have to contextualize these things. And we, you know what we could do? We probably could go pull up Roger Staubach's passing numbers, and I guarantee you they don't look like Kirk Cousins. Is there anybody in the world that thinks Kirk Cousins is as good of a quarterback as Captain America? No. So it, and you have to contextualize these things to the era. And in the era that Troy played, I still believe he's one of the highest percentage completion percentage quarterbacks of all time. Is he not? I mean, I think if we were to pull that up on football reference, completion percentage, I think he's near the top all time. It's one of the highest ever. He was also traditionally back then used to go by uh, passer rating and or no, used to go by quarterback ranking QBR. And he was always. In the high 90s, he's always ranked very high. I just did your Kirk Cousins-Roger Staubach trick. Kirk Cousins' completion percentage is about 10% more than Roger. Uh, Roger, well, okay, so Roger played, what, 10 years? Yeah, he was. his career was shortened because he had a military obligation. Kirk's still 21 touchdown passes behind Roger, and Kirk's in year eight, so okay. it's fairly close. Uh, Roger threw a ton more interceptions in two more years. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, yeah, you just can't. You can't. Right. You can't compare you can't eras. They're not even playing the same style of football. This is why people always go. Drew Pearson doesn't have the numbers. It's like Drew Pearson played in an era where they didn't throw the ball that much. Can I just pull some young people aside real quick and talk yeah. to them real quick? Dude, I'm here just, for it. What's up? I want to tell you a story. Okay. About a guy named Troy. Okay. And he was Hamburg? was number one overall pick, right? The whole draft, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yes. Number one. So when you take a quarterback number one overall, you know you would just hope that he would be. Franchise quarterback. You hope. There's a chance you could miss on that, but uh, you hope you would get that right. He's a guy that would go lead your your team to to a Super Bowl maybe and be really good and, and be the face of the franchise. This is a guy who did that. He was the face of your franchise. They tried to run him off, too. They tried to create a fake quarterback controversy. Jimmy Johnson brought in Walsh, right? This guy from college at Miami. Good Lord. And he fended that off, okay? And he was the quarterback... What is that, a campfire? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Gather around the campfire. Um, and it was, you oh, know, God. he did everything he was supposed to do. He was the face of your franchise. He won you Super Bowls. He was selfless. Oh, you don't need me to throw the ball all over the field all the time, even though I can and I'm really effing good. That's fine. I'll set aside my ego so we can win. And then you had him be a part of all these crazy teams where all this insanity was going on and he still tried his best to lead him. Then when you ran off your coach or whatever the hell happened there with Jimmy, with Switzer, he had to be the disciplinarian of the team. Meanwhile, he's getting concussions. His body's getting beat to hell. I mean, look what he did is that the first year. He's 1-15 yeah. where he'd sit there in the pocket, and this guy would deliver freaking dimes in games that didn't matter, throwing the ball at the last second, knowing he's about to get destroyed. This dude was tough. He was everything you could want out of the face of your franchise. He was as brilliant a quarterback as there was in the league, and all he did was win, baby, win. Yeah, he he was incredible. Troy was so great here. And, and you know, at the time when all this was going on and we're watching them win, I don't remember ever having a conversation with anybody about 
man, shoot, man, Troy can't throw. That's why they don't throw the ball. Like those conversations were never had because you were too busy winning the division and then winning a Super Bowl every year. It was just excellence. Troy was 37th all time in completion percentage as of right now, tied with Jameis Winston. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't that good. So you're Second, saying Winston and him are the same guy? Brad Johnson has a better completion percentage. Guess who number two is all time NFL completion percentage? Probably some spare. This reminds me of your friends' arguments. Number two all time in NFL completion percentage is one yeah. Rain Dakota Prescott. Oh! Yeah, he's better. You know who number three is? Uh, Pat Mahomey. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Is he really? Yeah. Four is Chad Pennington. Completion, <laughs> completion percentage is a weird stat. It's a dump it's off a stat. It's a weird stat. I respect it. I don't really think there is a stat that's just uh, for quarterbacks. There's not a singular stat that you go. Even the, the QBR and the quarterback rating stats I don't like. Right. There's not a singular stat where I can go, oh, this is how it determines, determines the greatness of it all. You, you just have uh, – these numbers that are stacked up over a period of time and it should be adjusted by era and the offenses weren't doing what they're doing now you know mm-hmm. there was go routes post routes slant routes right and Troy is <laughs> I mean ultimately it's like look they he did what he needed to do to win championships and they won championships and if you really want to know if he was good or not go talk to people in that era go talk to defense coordinators who had to scheme to stop the Cowboys or defensive backs who had to cover their receivers or better yet go talk to the receivers who caught passes. If I'm not mistaken, Michael Irvin is well known for saying Troy had the best balls. <laughs> he Troy did say that. the best balls. He absolutely did say this that. This is ridiculous. Anyways, we do have some more audio uh, of Troy Aikman. Let's, let's play this cut number 23 here. Uh, this is from the Dan Patrick Show while we're celebrating the greatness of Troy Aikman. Uh, did you need to see, do you need to see anything else? If, if you were in charge of the Cowboys payroll, do you need to see anything else before you paid Dak? Yeah, no, I, this guy, the people, most people who are listening to this have never met Dak Prescott. They've only heard him interviewed and seen him play. And I will tell you, he's, he's as fine a person as there is in our game right now. And he's, a, he's unbelievable in terms of his character, his personality, his leadership abilities, all the intangibles. This guy's got it in spades. And then he has a work ethic that's second to none, and that's been apparent uh, this year in the, in the work he put in this offseason. So the question was, okay, yeah, he has all these qualities, but you know, we need to see more within the passing game, and he's, he's done that. I mean, I think he's been extremely impressive, not just because the numbers show that, but when I watch him, this is a different guy. And, and yeah, maybe it started to come on at the – towards the second half of last season when they got Amari Cooper. But his footwork and him, his timing of getting the ball out, this is a different guy than we saw at any point last year. He's extremely confident. Um, no, I wouldn't. I think when you worry about giving that kind of money to somebody, you worry about what the money may do to them. And, and I don't think the money's going to have any impact on, on his desire to be great and his uh, continuing to, to put the time in. So uh, I'm a little surprised, quite honestly, Dan, that they haven't paid him already. I, I'm the way he lays all that out. It makes sense, but I'm just not surprised because this is the way the Joneses have always done stuff. Mm-hmm. They always do stuff this way, so it's not a surprise in that regard. In other words, they are going to pay him. They've just been. They've publicly said we're going to pay him. They just haven't done it yet. Well, they, they waited on Zeke, and I think it worked out to their favor. Now Zeke got paid, and the people that don't want to pay a running back, they're not happy about it. But in terms of, I think that's a. 
that's a Cowboy-friendly deal. I have no problem with that deal. We haven't seen a rush to pay running backs. We saw two teams and Bell and Gurley. You know, we saw a rush with quarterbacks, and it happened with Seattle, Reup, and Russ. Mm-hmm. It happened with the Rams and Goff and the Eagles and Wentz and everyone else who hurried up to get deals done over the last couple of years. We saw a rush there, and that's where I but think it goes. Dak's not falling for that, though. No. Also, because... If those, any of those quarterbacks had waited and bet on themselves, they probably would have made more money. Yeah. And Dak is, seems to be content with betting on himself and making more money. Mm-hmm. There's another clip from Troy on the Dan Patrick Show, but I think it actually mixes in with what we're going to talk about in the next segment. Let's hear it. Completion so let's hear, percentage. Want to carry it over? Let's hear that. Let's carry it over because uh, Troy weighed in on, on Dak's price going up and things like that. And Bill Barnwell of ESPN gives you some notes on maybe how far behind Dak is from Pat Mahomes, and maybe it's not as much as people think. All right, that's great. Coming up next, we will compare Dak to Mahomes. As crazy as it sounds, there's some logic here. Stick around for it next on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 